going to therapy, I think it's important if you're having trouble adapting to your diagnosis. So if your diagnosis is making you feel anxious, depressed, full of shame, if it makes you avoid uh, sexuality, avoid dating, it, it puts you in that kind of uh, frame of mind, then seeing a therapist is really important because you need a place where you can vent. You need a place where you can talk about all of these emotions in a safe space and work through why do you feel the shame? So therapist tends to dig a little bit and you get a better understanding of why you think the way you think, not just what you think, but why you think this way. And then you can work on changing the way you think about this or the way you view this. And it allows you to take better control of your life. This is true of any problem, really, that somebody comes to therapy. And therapy is a process. You don't go in and say, give me a pill and everything will be okay. There's no pill, there's no magic solution. All of it lies within the person. The therapist brings out all of this in the person and then it's a journey of self-awareness, really. And that self-awareness gives you strength. A therapist will also look for your strengths, not your weaknesses. You come in feeling very weak, let's just say, uh, in, in quotation marks, but the therapist can pick up all of your strengths and we work on building those strengths up and recognizing what your strengths really are. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Yes. You know, just let me know how you would address this. I come to you. I'm newly diagnosed with genital herpes. I've just received a new diagnosis and I am just devastated. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm wondering how could this happen? I'm thinking no one's going to love me. No one's going to want to be with me. And someone I reach out to suggests that I go to therapy. So I reach out to you. I send you an email introducing myself and I say, hi, I'm Courtney Brain. I was recently diagnosed with genital herpes and I need help. Someone encouraged me to reach out to you. What happens next? Well, then uh, we would make an appointment and you would come in and you uh, would give me a little bit of history of all of this. And I would ask you, why is it you think that you feel this shame around your diagnosis? Where do you think that comes from? You wanted the therapy session. Oh, go yeah. For it. <laughs> I'm going to go through this like from my experience, what I can remember about it. I think all of that shame really comes from at that point in time. Now, we're just going to look at it as if I'm 23 year old Courtney who was newly diagnosed with herpes. So I find out I have herpes and I'm ashamed. I think that a lot of the shame comes from the people around me and my upbringing. Like I was always taught don't get anyone pregnant, wear condoms, and I didn't wear condoms. So I didn't do what I was told. Right. So there's a, a certain expectations you had of yourself, right, which was to be perfect, to don't cross these lines, like kind of a strict upbringing that makes you feel like any time you fail or fall, you are somehow bad. And so you're measuring yourself the way that you felt your parents would measure you. Like understanding why we feel this way is very important because the reality is, what is there to be ashamed of? You made a mistake. You have to take responsibility for that mistake. Okay, yes, I made a mistake. We all make mistakes. There's not a person on earth who does not make a bad choice 
a mistake and you live with the consequences of your actions. And that's how we all live our lives. We have to take ownership of that. But you have to start moving forward to be able to say, okay, now what? How do I want to live the rest of my life? What do I want my life to look like? And then we'll look at some of the realities of what is it really to live with herpes? What are the actual facts rather than all the misconceptions you have in your head and all the myths that you may be walking around with? And we'll look at it in a a real context. What we're doing is differentiating between fact and opinion. Yes. Okay, so my opinions are that I'm the worst, I'm disgusting, I'm gross, I'm, nobody's going to want to be with me, but the facts are that, statistically speaking, a lot of people also have this. I am not alone. It's something that happened, and like you said, we have to be able to separate the two, fact from opinion. Right. What makes you lovable? How can herpes be okay. the thing that makes you lovable or unlovable? I would go and start looking at who are you as a person? What do you have to offer a person, a partner? What do you have to offer? And this is something that would really make someone think, because at this point in time, I would not have really thought that I had a lot to offer. I was just getting out of college. Um, I just started a job. I was living at home with my grandmother. So it was like, okay, well, what do I have to offer? And this was just something that I never had to think about. I imagine it's common for people to not have to think about that or ask the challenging questions. But what you have to offer a person is, all right, you're college-educated, you're stable, you've got a stable job, you live with your grandma, which tells me that you have close family relations and that you value family. Um, From what I hear, you seem like a really caring guy because you're worried about what others will say and, and, and people in relationships. So obviously you have a lot of compassion in you. These are things that you're offering somebody. Yeah. So how can we begin to take a look at these kinds of things from a positive perspective? So you go in this way and then someone all of a sudden, like you, just pulled these things out of just a conversation. (laughs) Um, Uh So this is what we should expect from therapy is to have our strengths drawn out and brought to our attention so that we can begin to focus on those. And I think that from a place of that strength, I'm able to look at those, quote unquote, weaknesses as what they really are. That's right. Just being diagnosed with something doesn't turn you into a weak person. It does not define who you are. Mm. It's just something you have. It doesn't define who you are. So you need to start focusing on who you are, and you have to be able to say, and I am this person with all of these traits, and by the way, yes, I have herpes. The herpes doesn't define you. All the traits that you have, all the things you bring to a relationship that's what defines you and that's what the other person on the other side is looking for does it matter if you didn't have herpes but you were a a total asshole is that okay so do do people look for only those that herpes need not apply i've never seen that right that's not what people are looking for that's true that becomes added so what about people who are diabetic what about people who uh have other difficulties, any health challenge, like there could be so many, right? And so what? The person has to love me for me, not the particular challenge that I'm dealing with I'm in control of. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to like the fact that you're in control of it, that you're taking care of it. That says something about your character. 
And that's the strength that they're looking for. So this guy got herpes, but he's taking charge. He's taking his meds every day. He makes sure he never has unprotected sex. He cares about transmitting to his partner or not. He really cares. That's why he's talking to me about it, because he doesn't want to give it to me, because otherwise he would have just had sex with me and never told me. So it says something about your character. And those are the kinds of things we look at in therapy. There is a lot of value in going to therapy, <laughs> seriously. <I think> so. <laughs> and even in just that conversation, you know, I'm not just hearing what you're saying. We're on video, so I'm able to see your mannerisms, but I'm experiencing and feeling what it is that you're saying because these are things that I wish someone would have told me long ago because I could have taken control of this a while ago. And even after this conversation yeah. now, I feel like there's more control that I have from it. And despite the fact that we're doing this podcast, my entire circle knows that I have herpes. I didn't think it was possible to feel more empowered because this is something that I'm doing, but in being able to really look at situations where you have to disclose and now you are showing that you care about someone, you're able to educate one person at a time as you disclose and have these sexual health conversations. In addition to that, this is where consent comes up. This is where you're able to take one more person into the world with an understanding of what your STI diagnosis is and means. Right. And now they're able to say they know someone with whatever And it what, is. what you said before is what I hope everybody gets out of therapy, which is when they leave my office that they do feel empowered, that they do feel like, oh, oh, I do have control over this. Oh, there are other options. There is another way to look at this. There is another way to deal with this. Oh, maybe things aren't as bleak as I thought they were and that's what i want people to walk away with thank you all right i think that this was really really useful if anyone is considering therapy or considering a therapist i really really hope that this was helpful um like i said like in just having this role play sort of conversation um i hope that it gives you an idea of what to expect i encourage you to reach out to dr laurie batito how can people find you they can go on my website, drlaurie.com, D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E.com, and then they can always email me through uh, through there. Thank you so much for your time and your therapy session. <laughs> All right, everyone. This concludes this bonus episode of Something Positive for Positive People featuring Dr. Laurie Petito and our brief therapy session. There's a lot of emotions that come with a new diagnosis. I encourage everyone to go to therapy. You know, even if you feel like you think nothing's wrong, it's good to have someone from the outside be able to take a look at you and again, just draw out your strengths. If you like this episode and want more content like this, please let us know what you think. Leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review it, share it with people. Till next time, stay positive.